It's Planner Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica McWilliams. Behind every planner, there's a person, and behind every person, there's a story. Today, I'm going to be jumping in and telling you all about my experience and stories from Planning a Better Me Retreat, which I attended just a few weeks ago, which was September 26th through the 29th in Richmond, Virginia, hosted by E. Michelle. And it was it was its inaugural um, debut, and I can't wait to jump into some more detail. But before I do, I just wanted to do a special shout out to a uh, shop that provided swag and the one favorite piece of swag that I had from the event, which trust me, was a very difficult to pick, but is I wanted to say hello to Tatiana from the Stationary Muse. She provided a little zippered pouches, a simple as that sounds, it is just, for me, the perfect size. It was black with, uh, I'm thinking it was, I'm thinking it's black hardware. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know, but it was, um, it had some lettering on it with the, the theme of the retreat, which was refresh, recharge, reset. And it has been with me nonstop and it is just the perfect little pouch. So thank you, Tatiana. All right, to give a rundown of planning a better me retreat, is something I have been putting off, not because I don't want to talk about it, but because it's so special to me as my very first national level planner event, as well as just that wonderful, intangible vibe that they had during the whole retreat that is so hard to explain. And so it's been much of a challenge for me to wrap my mind around how I'm going to articulate what happened there, the feelings, the changes, the camaraderie, um, the into words. And so I'm going to try my best. I'll give you a rundown of the speakers that I listened to, some of the takeaways that I've had. And just overall, I'll also touch on like vacation planning for me, since I guess that's a topic that's tied in because I did travel from Minneapolis, Minnesota to Richmond, Virginia for this trip. So I was able to fly there and um, stay at the hotel. But then I also tacked on a little bit of a personal vacation with my spouse, Peter, um, beforehand. And we stayed in the mountains just a couple hours away from Richmond. So I'd love to share that uh, as with you as well. If you're interested, um, stick around and we'll get right into it. And doesn't that sound like a YouTube video? I think I'm being influenced. (laughs) If this sounds good to you, stick around for the video. Yeah. Okay. Not so much me, but I am glad that you're listening to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. And have you guys noticed, or ladies or planners, have you noticed there are so many planner podcasts popping up and it's so great. We have Spiced Chaos is um, a new to me one. I just haven't been like out there in those podcast streets updating, you know, in this content arena. And I just did recently and I was like, whoa, that's awesome. Um, there's the Planner Stack, which started this summer. I hope they come back. There's a couple episodes there. Um, Sisterhood. Oh, goodness. Let me just get out my um, podcast app because I was just looking at them today. And I haven't like listened extremely like to every single one or necessarily know everything about them. But if you're interested in other planner podcasts, uh, take a look. Of course, Hello Happy. That's been around a while. Um, happy planner content. Of course, also Grace Gab Girl with Aaron Day from Small Town Grace. Uh, Sisterhood of Planners podcast. Um, 
the Here For It podcast. That's been here a while. Uh, Planner Girls Chatter, of course. Crafty Ads Female. Oh, I felt like there was another one that popped up recently, too. If you have heard of any other, like, I don't know, creative planning or, I don't know, even, like, somewhat to the extent of, like, productivity planning type of podcasts or creative artsy type of podcasts, and you would love to recommend them to me, slide into my DMs and let me know. Um, So... I can check them out, um, or if there's anyone that you would like me to reach out to, to collab with, to have them on my show, I'd be happy to um, do that as well. Oh, I totally remember the other podcast I was thinking of. It's called TB Unicorn Pod Planner Podcast, and TB would stand for Tina Bopper. She often does uh, lives on YouTube and has a really close-knit group called the Unicorn Squad, and she has joined us in the planner uh, podcast arena, so I think she perhaps is the newest one as of this recording. So welcome, Tina, to the planner podcast. Um hosts? I don't know. What is our community? Community. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's get back to planning a better me. Okay. So like I said, bear with me as I try to quantify verbally my experience. And also, as this is my first experience and this type of event, I may not have a lot to compare and to contrast it to. So if I say this was the best thing ever, I mean, it probably was, to be honest. But you know, I don't really have like the scope of like a very large event to compare it to or another similar small event other than like a day long uh, local event here that I've attended in Minnesota. So my first impressions and takeaways were that a lot of love and time, blood, sweat and tears went into this, as I'm sure do go into most events. It was hosted by Elaine Michelle, and I believe either sub-hosted or kind of co-hosted or backed a little bit by Shea Budgets. Um, I know Michelle was definitely taking in the lead for the details for this event because Shay and Michelle are also, um, they team up for the budget misses, and I think Shay was doing more of like the budget misses tours and taking care of the details for their workshop seminars that they do in other parts of the country. So I think they just kind of divided and conquered. But so that's my understanding anyway. And um, so apologize if I get that that credit wrong, but that's kind of what what it was seemed like. If you are a new listener and part of the Planner Lifestyle family, please go back to the previous episode 15 because you can hear all about Shea Budgets. She has an episode called, what is it called? Making Money Move. Let's see, the Making Money Moves with Shea Budgets. And also back to episode 26 with Elaine Michelle Studios. And her episode is called Money Management. It's something um, that they are actually able to collaborate on quite often. And if you haven't heard of them, I please implore you to check them out, especially if you are interested in learning more about how to start or continue or to celebrate success in a financial journey. They actually were co-host speakers at one of the sessions during the Planning a Better Me retreat. And the theme of this retreat was Refresh, Recharge, and Reset. The main retreat was from September 26th, 2019 to September 28th, uh, of course, of the same year. 
there was an extra day if you wanted to have kind of a closing ceremony and do a praise and worship service with them on September 29th. And they added the little extra bonus word for renew that day, which I thought was very clever. Okay, so I just think I'll go in order of the sessions just to keep it kind of cohesive. Um, So the first night was Thursday evening and more of a meet and greet registration was set and open. And mind you, I will say, I think any good event is really built, well, it's built on many things, but the backs of volunteers are uh, one of them. And I saw nothing but helpful. Okay, I was not on the volunteer team, but so I don't know like the inner workings, but from the outside, it looked like everyone who was volunteer volunteering had the a unified vision to work hard and get this event rolling. And that kind of selflessness, that kind of passion, that kind of like just friendship was just amazing to watch unfold. So everything was set. I had even kind of texted Michelle. We're we're not very close, but, you know, we've had contact here and there. And so we were just sort of saying like, you know, I'll I'll be in town early, a couple hours or, you know, earlier that day if you need any help, let me know. I showed up. I saw her get out of her truck. I got out of my truck. I ran. I was like, hey, hi, hi. What do you need? What's going on? And she was like, whoa, okay. Also, everything's set. And I felt kind of foolish. Like, of course it is. What am I thinking? Who am I going to come here two hours ahead of time? Like, what? You never know. If you have got, like, we need this one tablecloth. We walk down the hall and get it. I'm so sick of walking down the same hotel hall or something. Or, you know, who knows? But they had such a vast team of people that every detail was thought of. Every party was there, ready to help and ready to rock and roll. So that was a very nice feeling as a guest, just to feel greeted and organized and we were handed our swag bags um, as of the registration and if we had I think we had to uh, register through Eventbrite we had to print out our ticket and show our Eventbrite ticket but you know what for a retreat size of 125 it was just all like hey here's a table here's a bag of swag what's your name welcome and it was just so easy and like a really a refreshing time. They also had refreshments. So maybe that's why they picked the name refresh for the first day um, or evening. But they had a beautiful spread of appetizers, um, both meat and non-meat options, fruit, veggies, and the like. I think there was some sort of, I know there was crackers. Um, It was all catered in. Um, Some type of crusty bread, some, some spreads. Um, I remember there being some nice cheese and some, um, what else? I think that, I just really remember the meatballs, so I'm here for the meatballs. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me recently, within this past week, talk about my meatball preparation at home for lunch prep, which I'll have to make a note of for another time to talk about meal planning. The meet and greet was just sort of on our own. They had um, a Villa Beautiful pen at each place around tables, and everyone was respectful. You could just pick a spot. They had an itinerary printed, which was like a five by seven, um, like, I don't know. It's not really glossy, like premium matte color print that was their 
itinerary. So it was just kind of easy to tuck into a planner. It wasn't a whole book or a whole extra planner or a whole packet. It was just sort of like, here's the times, here's the people, here's the places um, with some pictures of the speaker's faces on them. And then um, also a cookie. They had custom cookies, which were done up in the conference colors, which were pink, white, and black. And it had the logo of Planning a Better Me on them also in the center. So that's kind of, we could just sit wherever we wanted to sit and um, pick up those items and then mingle. And there were some vendors outside kind of in the like little, I guess, welcome area kind of next to registration. And then later in the evening, there was a DJ to um, just kind of loosen everybody up, uh, have a good time. And I it was just kind of fun to watch everybody's moves and um, all of that. So we were also welcome, uh, welcomed officially. And it was kind of funny because um, if you follow E. Michelle and if you follow which if you don't, go do right now while you're listening. Unless you're driving, listening, or running, listening, then just put it on your to-do list. And also uh, Lisa Mack plans. Um, she was there as a speaker and, of course, as a guest as well. And <laughs> they each have, like, this kind of alter ego that they kind of play off of each other on social media of kind of like a, quote-unquote, um, southern church lady like person of color church lady kind of thing. And so they have characters. They have Mother Elaine, which is E. Michelle. That's what the E stands for. It's not like inner, like any kind of like tech thing. It's like Elaine Michelle, which is probably obvious. I don't even know why I said that. But I'm too lazy to stop this and delete it. So here you go. And then, um, oh, my goodness, what's Lisa Mack's character? Sister. Oh, my goodness. I totally forgot her sis- sister, somebody or other. And so they got in full character. They brought special hair pieces to indicate like they were like gray. They had their little accents and little ways about them. And they did the welcome um, of the entire event as their as their like aliases, as this funny joke as they've had because Lisa lives in Texas and um, Michelle lives in Tennessee. So they like, you know, so far have been just doing this back and forth. And so it was so fun to see these little, I think it was, um, you know, on the, I, I think it's just the iPhone has the little memojis. I think it was when those happened that then their memojis were saying stuff and they had the kind of phone that you could do a memoji like with your own voice, like kind of make it a little video. So that's how it all started, in case you wanted to know. It's these little things that stick out to me and that make an event special when you can kind of draw in a connection that you see on social media or that you feel like an observer of, perhaps. And then to see it come in real life, I think it might have even been a spontaneous decision for them. I'm not sure, but it sure was funny um, to see and made us all laugh and kind of feel comfortable right off the bat. Okay, so the next day, which was Friday, um, was named Recharge. So we started off, um, which was nice. We started off at noon, rather. So it was nice to be able to have the morning to go to brunch, um, to set up any time. Like if you were 
just meeting someone the previous night from the meet and greet if you wanted to get together or do anything you'd have some free time to do that um, so it was very unstructured so I know some people got together and went into the local town to like a Michael's um, at different break points I'm not sure exactly about the first morning or not but um, or to spend time talking to the vendors um, it just kind of hanging around it was a beautiful property um, it's like rolling golf courses and kind of brick historic looking buildings with columns and all that so if you just wanted to go sit and stare you could do that too anyways all that to say at noon marquita bianca let a breathe stretch shake and let go let it go routine and it was really awesome to incorporate a physical movement uh energy and like I don't know, session, I guess you would say, into a conference because we end up sitting so much of the time, really. Um, It was something I think could be adaptable, perhaps if you weren't one to be like, I can't really like, it wasn't like we were doing high knees and jumping jacks and like all that kind of thing. Um, Something perhaps you could even do somewhat seated it was more about like really connecting with your body and it wasn't like a spiritual experience it wasn't like we were trying to like harness some energies or something but we were setting intentions for our day we were just making that mind body connection which is so important especially before kind of this onslaught this um, fire hose of information coming at you just at any conference right we get all these good ideas all these reminders all these like alarm bells going off or all these encouragements going off of things to do and what we want to be that it was really nice to set the focus ourselves before anyone was starting to pour into us so for example after kind of doing neck stretches, you know, just warming up essentially, we set an intention, which is just, she started it. I remember the first days, I think it was I am. She said, Marquita Bianca said, I am. And then so we had to say that in our mind and then fill in the blank. So whether that be, I am willing, I am open, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am present. I am, you know, if you fill in the blank. So if this is something that interests you, you could do that right now. Um, Again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But it was sort of just a personal moment. I am fill in the blank. Try to set it for something that you are intending to focus on or intending to be. So like you wouldn't say like, I I mean, I can't tell you. You got to do you. But I don't think the whole point of it was to be like, I am a hot mess. I am ugly. Like, don't tear yourself down. Like, the world tears us down enough. There will always be another person around the corner to be our critic. You can be your best advocate. Go ahead. Do it. You can say it. You are pretty. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are capable. You are willing. And it's really nice to just take that minute to talk about that with yourself. Have a little chat with yourself. And also, I don't know who needs to hear this, But stretch your neck because that will make you feel like an entire new person. And if my voice is sounding like it's going from one end of the mic to the other, it's because I'm stretching my neck. It feels so good. 
Okay, so that was like a half hour lead in to the speakers. And so, again, we're on the first whole like session day, and Lisa Mack and Shakisha Sims uh, were presenting. They are all, they have also teamed up. Um, they live in different states. Uh, Shakisha actually is from the Richmond area and helped to kind of, I think, point out some locations or help scout. I know even some of, the, I believe, um, even the swag kind of got sent to her house just to kind of be a landing spot for everything. So, um, and then Lisa Mack lives in Texas. So they have formed this online um relationship as well and they are both women of faith of the christian faith and so they teamed up and do a i guess i want to say segment but almost their own entity called um mary and mary and martha and over the summer they did reading bible reading plans and um they really bring forward what it takes to walk through it all, um, to have a faith when you're going through it. And so meaning going through the the trials and tribulations of life. So they are so transparent. They are so, so real. And I think right at the moment, if you went to Facebook and looked up uh, Mary and Martha, they are on a bit of a hiatus just to, they have some things to, you know, after this retreat, I think they kind of were scaling back just to like take care of some things. There were some important events and um, in life going on. And so, but I do not think that they are going away. I just hope and pray that they will be back because their voice was so strong. And in fact, Lisa Mack was on the podcast and she is episode 13. And we have, um, we, me, uh, there's an episode to look at called, um, which is, okay, hello, she's on episode 13, named Resilience in the Face of Adversity with Lisa Mack. And she uh, talks about her journey through grief, uh, through marriage and divorce, remarriage. Um, it's just amazing um, to hear what's happening in her life and as well as Shakisha um, dreams that she had that she realized uh, because of certain life choices are now impossible um, or at least not possible the way she thought they were and so uh, you know if you were one that faces the question why do bad things happen to good people these women will will point out what is good and true and beautiful even in the mess and the pain and the tears. And um, it's not that they are eternal optimists and are sticking their head in the sand. They are anything but. They are seeing everything that's going on. But that kind of attitude in life that that one grows from, that doesn't become embittered, that one seeks forgiveness, that one seeks renewal in their lives, is just, it's something that's so inexplicably contagious so it was wonderful to hear from them uh, okay so then the next session is uh, Katerika Dixon and she had a topic called mental wealth which I thought was a very clever play on words you know I like a good pun around here because we do yeah we talk about a lot of mental um, health and just kind of flipping it a little bit more in terms of how we allocate our mental wellness kind of as you would your wealth. She didn't really talk about like how to budget your 
mental <laughs> capacity like you would wealth. But she did break it down into kind of bite-sized segments. She is a certified life coach and just kind of like an awesome person who just wants to spread hope and joy. And she's actually known as the hope dealer. So it was really neat to hear from a new voice. I hadn't met her before. She is friends with Michelle and they believe they're from the same state. And so she got connected through, of course, the coordinator of the whole event. And she was not a self-proclaimed or even pretending to be, quote unquote, a planner girl or a planner or creative planner, however you want to package that phrase. And so she, to see our community through someone's eyes who is not necessarily of the community was brilliant. It was like, it was so kind of refreshing to kind of put into perspective what the heck we were so happy about. For example, at one point, we all received um, a swag drop from Peach Palmetto, which is a... um, like a planner accessory shop and they are specialized in planner pops which are like high-end paper clips with like a ball on the top of them like a hard ball this is hard to describe and then it has bling all over it so it could be sequins it could be a type of like glitter they're all handmade some have crowns some have rhinestones some um that like have a theme or a color. Some are just, it was just anyways. So it was so beautiful. There was pink, white, and black, I think, that the um, peach palmetto um, made for everybody. And so that was the theme of color. So it was very well coordinated anyways. So we're getting these like, you know, essentially paper clips, like shiny paper clips. And I'm not trying to downplay these because they're 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 nice. They're, they're good quality. And I know you have to put your effort in any handmade thing, right? But we were, like, losing it, like, losing our ish all over, like, oh, my God, they're so pretty. And they're passing around, like, no way. And she's, like, she leans over, and she's, like, this is a good prize, right? Because this is a good paperclip, right? Like, the way she said it, I mean, just to look in her eyes, and she had this very beautiful, charming um, smile. And it was just, like, yes be very excited and then she also um got a villa beautiful pen and she's like you guys really like these pens (laughs) and i'm like yes very observant yes they do yes we do so all that to say that wasn't her content but it was just it was really fun to see she's like, i'm checking this out i mean we kind of had a you know an effect so i should call her up and say what kind of effect are you know how was it post planning a better me retreat? Are you compelled suddenly to put stickers on paper? So we'll see. That remains to be known for me. Um, but to be a hope dealer, that's, first of all, that's awesome and encouraging to keep awareness and support for mental health out there. So thank you, uh, Katerika Dixon, for that. Okay, so that brings me to the last session of that first full day so the second day I guess um, which was the budget misses which I had mentioned earlier in the episode it was of course E. Michelle and Shea Budgets that have teamed up and this 
um, I almost said this episode. Oh, my goodness. This session was called Shifting Your Financial Mindset. So as a group, as an entity, they have recently become professionally or officially certified in the financial arena. They took some inventory, some tests, and took some sort of certification. And now, like, they knew what they were talking about, but now they can say they know what they're talking about, and we have to believe them. Um, <laughs> but it through that process, Shay realized how much of the financial material was about mindset, not just numbers. Okay, so I believe the plan was to propose sort of rhetorical questions to the audience or to spend a a time of their session talking about mindset. I mean, obviously, the whole thing is called shifting your financial mindset. But I do believe it was the plan to also do kind of like a budget walkthrough, similar like they might do on their YouTube channel, you know, monthly spreads and things like that. Um, In their Erin Condren Deluxe Monthlies. Shay also has a sticker shop. Well, of course, E. Michelle has a sticker shop too, but Shay has a sticker shop just Um, primarily for like a monthly budget spread. So I think they were going to get more into that. But this conversation, of course, I'll keep it confidential. So if you were there and and you're listening, you're like, "Uh, please do not be telling my business all over the internet Um, and wherever your favorite podcast app is. Um, (laughs) It really turned into a group experience. Let's just say that. Um, There were a lot of those rhetorical questions that resonated really deeply with people in their experience because it went back. It went way, way deep. Like how even, you know, you might not even be knowing right now what your financial mindset is. And then when someone comes and starts asking questions about, um, you know, no one was pressured or anything like that, but just opening up this well of information deep within us that we might not even realize is there about how our parents uh, acted with money, if we had both of our parents, if we lived with our parents at all. How was money perceived? How did you get money? Were you trying to hustle all the time? Were you trying to manipulate? Did you steal? Did you, um, are you living for money? Like all of these things, how do you view debt? Do you think you'll be in debt for the rest of your life? Is that just a given? Your grandpa was in debt, your dad was in debt, I'll be in debt, that kind of thing. Like, is this a family legacy? How do we change our mindset and does it need to be shifted? Okay, well, if I don't see a a book on this topic by the two of them and them on Good Morning America by 2022, I will be shocked and amazed because it hit so right on to what people needed and what I what I believe they were questioning themselves and not even realizing it was a concern to them. It's sort of this latent or maybe a possibly nagging feeling of really not knowing where you are with your finances, perhaps, or not really coming to terms what has happened in your past. Maybe you had someone in your life that manipulated finances for you. And it's hard to look at, not just because you 
perhaps don't have the skills, but because of the emotional situation that follows that. And to admit, yes, that happened to me. And yes, I have to heal that. And how do I get over that? Or maybe you're still in that. So yes, budgeting is numbers. Yes, budgeting is living our lives. We eat, we we commute, we try to our best to clothe our children and so on. It's sort of something like we can't just get away from the the act and art of spending money and spending it well. So to look at these things so deeply, um, I believe shifted, huh, shifting your mindset, it shifted their presentation. So people were contributing, people were saying yes, but, and then continuing, I don't want to do that because of this person in my life. My spouse treated me this way. So I shop as, you know, as a response. Or, um, you know, I, I relied on this person for money just because they had money. It got really real. And yes, it is confidential. So I'm not going to spill any more of that, you know, details and things like that. But people were kind of like, talking to one another about it they were encouraging one another they were telling truths like no that is not true you don't have to think of it like that so um i think that really had an impact on me to see in such a style of like let's have fun let's play with stickers and let's learn a few things to like let's heal a few things let's get some stuff out in the air let's return home recharged in a literal way that goes beyond face masks and, you know, nacho fountains, which I did neither of at this retreat, but I also think would be pretty amazing to recharge with. So just saying, hit me up if you have a nacho fountain. I like spicy cheese, just saying. Okay. So for the rest of the evening, we had um, actually a group photo, which was super difficult. I think well I didn't have to do it I just sat in the back and was like I don't even know if I'll be in this picture but we went outside in front of one of the main registration buildings the whole um, setup of their retreat was neat because of the place they chose which was the Virginia Crossings um, Tapestry Hotel and I believe they will be doing a planning a better me retreat 2020 and it will be in that same location and then I believe they have the the future eye set on a different location after that um, seeing how everything goes and all the things are trying and be able to put together in by 2020 for 2021. But anyway, so the buildings were, like I mentioned, were brick with like columns and um, gazebo in the center, kind of a type of place. And it was nice to not have to walk super far to like the other side of an entire mega complex. It was like... Um, because it was nice weather, it was like fake fall because I came from Minneapolis, like I said, and it was in the eighties and nineties and where I come from at the end of September, it's real fall. So fake fall, um, was there and I had to just pretend because I wore my Buffalo plaid and I was rocking a pumpkin spice latte at least once. So I can have a little bit, a tiny fraction of some appreciation for all you fake fall folks out there who have to layer on scarves because you love fall so much, but you're like, just kidding. This is so hot. I can't even handle it right now. (laughs) 
So in front of one of these large buildings, um, we try to get everybody together. Um, and you can see a picture of that um, at the Planning a Better Me retreat uh, page on Instagram. And I'll see if I can try to link one in my stories as well. Um, or if not, um, my feed on Instagram. It's not my photo, so I'll see what I can do. But all the people in the black t-shirts were staff or facilitators um, or admins, or I guess, if you will. And then everybody else had matching t-shirts. So that whole um, day, or if for sure by the group picture day, we had um, matching t-shirts that said planning a better me retreat, which I thought was pretty cool and um, made for a really cohesive, nice picture. And it was fun to see how people had their spin on fashion because many people like cut the neck off and so it was kind of like an off the shoulder thing um some people like sliced the sleeves in horizontal slits so it kind of did like a roll-up thing um so of course i mean mine fit for that day and i loved it and i'm usually more of like that kind of person that will cut like i'll cut a sweatshirt around the neck because it's too tight and i'm like this is how i want it and people like horrified but i'm like you might as well tailor it quote unquote tailor it the way you like it so I'm surprised I didn't do that to the t-shirt, but by the, it fit and wore, it was cute, but now I gave it to my daughter, um, Molly, who's 12, and it fits her just perfectly. Peter, my husband, as a short tangent, used to travel now and then a couple times a year for work, and so he would have conference t-shirts, you know, like, I don't know, DrupalCon 2014 or whatever it is, and had these things to kind of like hand off to our son Ryan or just have around for sleep shirts or like whatever and so I felt like I was able to now join the ranks of a conference t-shirt passing down type of scenario so later that day we had a wine tasting and like an edu but like an educated wine tasting I mean kind of they had a couple different wines um, I think one was a little bubbly, a little effervescent, an effervescent type of white, and then a real white, and then a red. None of them were very sweet, however, and um, so some people literally just tasted it. Um, I don't care for that sweet of wine, so I could go back for some refills, just saying it was nice. Um, and I can't remember what we did for the rest of the night. Oh, uh, dinner was on our own. So uh, my husband was there doing day trips during that time. And I think that first day he went to a museum around. I mean, it's not very far from like the Washington, D.C. area and all of that. He didn't make it all the way up because traffic. But um, he did go to a museum that day. So we met up for dinner. And then there was an impromptu like plan planner meetup basically like just people like what are you doing later okay there was this kind of I want to call it the narthex but that's like a part of a church it's like the foyer of the the meeting room or the ballroom where the bulk of the speakers and everything was outside of that was just you know a few chairs some windows like a couple tables but we just sat wherever people brought their dish dash People pulled up their social media, trying to, like, get each other's contacts some more. And um, so that was really fun to just 
hang around in our sweats- sweatshirts and whatever else and kind of just take in the whole day. Oh, I almost forgot part of that whole first day. It was optional to bring table mate gifts. And you may have heard me on my social media platforms preparing for my table mate gifts. It was 10 to a table. And I brought in a little extra one for you, Michelle, because she's extra like that. But it was my pleasure to give and a number of others did as well. So my table mate gifts. Anybody interested? I can't hear you, so if you are, stick around. Just kidding. This is not a YouTube channel. Um, my, we're little black canvas totes, like little, little, like could fit in your hand size. I got them at Hobby Lobby. I think they were three to a pack, so I just picked up four packs. And I thought to do a cocoa theme because, you know, we're heading into the winter season, um, and I wanted to have something that, they could use in the future because often I feel like I've heard from people like at events they get stickers for that season like I went to a local event once that was plan your heart out and a number of the people were swag you know they designed like valentine's things because it was our valentine's we were like well it is valentine's day I already kind of did valentine's day want something for the future so I think people are picking up on that and I wanted to do the same as well and yes can we keep it for next year absolutely did I? Yes, because I'm that person and I used them. I probably even used some of them that year. Anyways, back to my table gift. Um, I put like actual cocoa in there, but I didn't buy it until I got to Richmond because we were flying. So I was like, why would I just thought to pick it up when I was there? But one thing I had to leave with was a sticker kit, a mini sticker kit from Lemon and Honey Studio. And my friend Pam, and she has been on the podcast as well. You can check out her episode, which is, of course, on Planner Lifestyle Podcast number 11. And it's titled Sticker Hobbyist to Professional Shop Owner with Lemon and Honey Studios, Pam Zeiss. Which was a very long name, perhaps before I, I spent any time condensing names. It is very hard, as a side note, to name a podcast episode. I will have you know. If you have any ideas for me, let me know. However, this episode was when she was just getting started transferring her love of making stickers for herself and making her first Etsy shop. I believe that was the day she opened, really. And now to watch her have grown and thrived as a des- as she's put her designs together and she's known for things um, like just little details. Even um, Jamie from Planner Girl Chatter used one of her kits in her infamous bee uh, hive like planning scenario. So if you follow them, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, I'll get back to my table mate gifts. So inside of the little black tote with the cocoa, I put in a mini kit of Pam's. She lives in my area, so we're able to meet ahead of time. And I just went over to her house and looked through some of her designs, anything that she could tweak from a previous um, holiday season, what I liked or what she had on hand for graphics. So I finally settled on a mini kit that had buffalo plaid, a very deep toned, I don't know, evergreen Kelly. Kelly green might be too bright, but um, a green tone with many um, almost 
goldish brown tones as well. And one of the main full boxes had a mug. And I think it said either stay warm or stay cozy. And it had marshmallows in it. And I was like, yes, please and thank you. This is exactly what I wanted. And to tie it all together, I made planner tail charms for each of the bag that uh, were from my hot beverage line that in, like were made in with, uh, not made in, excuse me. They were made with brown elastic and some had like white um, beads that were kind of reminiscent of marshmallows. Some had like glittery brown like sequin balls on them and just all the things that looked I don't know, to me, like a warm beverage, whether it be cappuccino or um, hot cocoa. I also um, had Pam make custom contact cards for me. So they were little, I guess the size of a business card, like you might get a really tiny um, sticker freebie or something like that. But it was on her sticker paper, but it had my coloring. And she has a few unique designs. One is a couch that says Lazy Day. And um, she worked with me to make it say cozy day. And um, because I'm often home as a homeschool parent and on the couch, but I'm not being lazy. (laughs) I just I was just cozy, but I'm working here. So we had that change. And then she like put my logo all mini into a tiny sticker and put some microphone her um, drawing of a microphone on there um, as well as like her custom little house and I think something like less adulting more cups of coffee or something I'll have to look at it but um, I was able to hand out a number of those I ordered like 125 of them and I still um, have some remaining to give to people I put my planner lifestyle contact information at the top But you know what? I forgot to actually put my actual name. I mean, I totally agreed to the proof. Like, this is totally on me. Nowhere does it say Jessica McWilliams. Like, anywhere. So as I was handing these out, some people were like, yeah, I got your your thing. You're the podcast lady, right? And I was like, yeah. They're like, yeah, who are you? And I'm like, oh, Jessica. (laughs) Like, kind of like... Well, I guess my Instagram is Planner Lifestyle Podcast and my Facebook is Planner Lifestyle Podcast. It's not really like a Jessica McWilliam platform. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, well, live and learn. I would probably have put at least my first name on there for people who are just meeting me at least for the first time. So anyway, so that happened on that day as we handed out gifts. Of course, it was optional, but people, you know, people in this community, they're so giving. And even if it's, um, I mean, just even the run the gamut, my table mates, you know who you are, were lovely, lovely ladies. It was not assigned seating. It was not a rush to get to a table. It was just low key. Hey, is anyone sitting here? And I absolutely loved it and I loved them and it was fun to get anything from a Virginia Beach flip-flop magnet to a candle to um, a sparkly bag to a a homemade um, like basically multimedia quote-unquote junk journal with 3D elements that had the logo on it for us to be able to print pictures on later. I mean it was just um, really fabulous and I mean, just I felt so welcomed by the group of women um, that 
were part of that community um, around E. Michelle and um, attending to the uh, planning a butter me retreat. Um, so I thank you for that. Okay, the last day, um, or like a second to last day, if um, you were attending the closing session on the Sunday, was reset. And so we started the day again at noon, which was kicked off with Marquita Bianca, and she led us through another breathe, stretch, shake, and let it go session. We set a new intention for the day, and she did something. Okay, check out Marquita Bianca. She is a remarkable woman. She's strong and inspiring and very friendly and very witty. And she will make your body burn with the slightest, most graceful movements I have ever seen. So we were kind of just like waving and tossing our hands, kind of just like slightly like this way and that way and this way and that way. And all of a sudden, we kind of had this general consensus of, it's like, what is she doing? She was just, she's a professional salsa dancer. And she is uh, very body aware. And so it was fun to to kind of commiserate with one another, but also encourage each other to like, let's do this. We can do this. Um, And it really, really convicted me of how little it takes. I mean, really to get a workout. Like I was like, I don't know if I want to start lifting or like, I'm not really good at push-ups. And I was like, Marquita Bianca just like literally waved her hands that way and waved her hands this way. And things are changing in my body. So whether I'm even sitting here, I don't know, doing something that I don't need my hands for, I could just be waving them around. So if you see me doing that, I'm being productive. I'm exercising. I'm not just out of it completely coming undone. Then we moved right into another session once we were all warmed up with our new intentions for the day with At Home with Kita. And it was I have to admit, um, fangirled a little bit because she was on the, um, well, one, just anyone who is like you just see online and then you see them for real, it's almost like you want to inappropriately go in their space and be like, you're real and like pat their cheek. No, just me. Okay. All right. I'll talk to someone about that. Um, But it's just like, oh, wow. I, and I know that. I know they're people. Everybody puts their pants on one at a time. One. <laughs> I only wear one pair of pants most all the time, unless it's no pants. What I mean is one leg at a time. We put our pants one leg at a time. And, you know, the whole idea of like planner notoriety, planner famous, planner influencer, whatever you want to say, you know, I realize they're just people. They have their own needs, own boundaries, own struggles, own whatever. But when you it was new for me, that experience. Like I've said probably 500 times, this was my first like national scaled event. And um, it was fun to see her talk. Uh, I don't want to say off the cuff because the presentation was very, she had a whole slide deck ready. She talked a lot about her past businesses, which was neat. Um she is on YouTube with At Home with Kita, and she this is her full-time job of content creation, whether it be planning or I think she's just starting into lifestyle things like 
She has a cute little daughter, and she makes snacks with her daughter. And sometimes they'll put uh, her; she'll put her daughter on. Um, but the real focus is like her planners, I guess you would say. She was on the Happy Planner Squad the year previous to this one, and um, so her whole presentation was like very how to like kind of navigate social media. Uh, one of my biggest takeaways from her was stay out of the mess, um, which <laughs> is good advice. I have not necessarily been able to do that all the time because when you look for stories behind the planner, sometimes it's messy and sometimes we just have to look at the things and have opinions about the things. She had good reasons behind that. For example, if you were looking for sponsors from other companies, <clears throat> excuse me, other companies, but you have been known to blast or talk about gossip or get basically in the middle of some other drama, they might not be the new companies, the new sponsors you're hoping for may not be as willing to speak with you because you're a perhaps risky person to get their name associated with you. So um, I understand that um, aspect of it. Um, but anyways, I guess, you know, to each their own and to each platform has their own reasons for doing things and their own whys. So just something to think about um, for yourself. Uh, what else did she talk about? Oh, she also talked about just some practical tips about photography, um, you know, different types of lighting, how she schedules her day. She does three Instagram posts a day and um, she'll do like a photo shoot with a bunch of pictures at a time and then schedules them to go out. So it's not like every three hours she's posting and grabbing to her phone. She's um, using her time she's working smarter not harder in that capacity so that was cool to see like her background um schedule and things like that um but because she is you know making this into like a brand and um identity i i was so close to like wanting to know because that's my nature is to like not stir the pot necessarily, but like, ah, but how do you feel about that? You know, and like, what's happened to you? You know, how does, how did this group treat you? Or how does this affect you? Or tell me more about things you've overcome and things like that. So if any of you know Kita and want to um, tickle her ear that she may want to come on the show, please feel free to do that. I'd love to hear a little bit more behind the brand. Okay, so moving on, we had a representative come down, I think, from the Fairfax store um, of Erin Condren. And they uh, were a member of the Erin Condren team. And she gave us all a uh, goal-setting planner, which was, like, I think the, what do they call them, petite? It's like the size of the petite monthly for their folios. It's, like, basically a TN notebook. And then um, she handed those out, and then we all kind of went through them and had time to write in them, which is nice. I do like a workshop where we have time to actually put pen to paper sometimes because, like I said earlier, like that fire hose of information is just like blasting, and then like you can't even process it, or do you have time later then to actually 
do the theme of the day, reset, because you're just getting the information. You're actually doing the information. Does that make sense? So I talked, um, well, I didn't talk at all. I wrote about wanting to do, to get together an email list. I've had a number of people share their emails with me um, over the year, over the years, years, just year, over the year. And um, either whether it be from a drawing entry or want to hear from me or they're a past guest or a past contact of some kind. Um, and so it's just one of those things that just kind of fall to the wayside because who really likes more email anyway? Like, what? But it is a very powerful tool and it's very necessary for or so what I've been told as I'm learning more of the business end of things or more of the content like brand forming of things to have an email list because if Instagram goes away overnight or Facebook or however you connect with your communities, if you're a content creator, you still have a base to communicate from. And um, so anyway, all that to say is I may be having a newsletter coming soon if I follow this EC uh, Petite Folio goal setting um, planner, but it was broken down into several steps and realistic goals and things like that. So um, it wasn't revolutionary by any means, but it was definitely nice to be forced to look down at your paper and figure some stuff out. Um, okay, so we also had uh, Erica Bunn, and you may know her as the founder and creator of the Jewel Box. It's a subscription bi-monthly, so that means every other month, every two months, um, from Isis Ella Jewels. Um, she had formerly made her um, way up by creating um, mini clay charms that were very intricate and beautiful, like the tiny hand-done, like little Starbucks cups, like tiny, tiny, or Chanel handbags or planners or, you know, things like that. Um, and then she transitioned um, away from that just from the whole time scale of everything um, is what I believe she said. Um, and then got into um, stickers. And she's very um, into providing diversity within the planner community for people of color and being part of the culture that um, she wanted to see in her own culture reflected in um a planner subscription box. So, for example, um, my I first became aware of her. I don't know if even if it was her first box or not, but it was all hair care box, not like hair care products, but like planning things and planning accessories that had to do with very specific products, or even like a little mini comb to lay edges, or you know. Um, I think it's a hot iron or whatever that, you know, many people remember from their childhood and their mom folding back their ears so they didn't get burnt um, while they were, you know, straightening or um, pressing their hair in some way. And so it really spoke to um, black culture and she's just rising to the need and demand for that type of product and is she's from California and she had a little talk about ask an entrepreneur so it was more of like a um, just interview style between Michelle and Erica and they each were mic'd of course and they sat in a chair up in the front of the ballroom and had a conversation um, about 
about life, about what it looks like to be a shop owner, an entrepreneur, like how does it affect your family? Um, how do you know what, how to measure your own success? Um, what is your reason for doing something? How to find a need and then meet that need to have ultimately the best product out there to be selling. So she was a pleasure to know. I was actually able to um, sit next to her briefly for um, part of the evening. Um, Later on, we had a catered dinner. And uh, yeah, she just has a really uh, very intelligent and well-spoken um, head on her shoulders, and she has agreed to come on the show. I can't wait. So I um, still need to connect with her and have her come on, but we will all go as well. We'll be hearing from Erica from the Jewel Box as well. Okay, and to close up this presenter lineup, we had Stacy Flowers talk to us, and her session was called The Power Reset which was well-named because the whole day was about reset. And she is a TEDx speaker and an international uh, presenter. So her whole deal just blew us out of the water. Just wow. So she talked about the idea of reclaiming your own power. Um, And she had visual aids. She had, well... The visual aids, I guess I'll take that back. She had an awesome outfit on that I'll never forget visually. She had some stellar heels. And then she had this like black lace top with these shoulder wings lace that came straight off her shoulders that was like pow. It was just like, yes, there's the pow and power for sure. And um, she had been there all um, of the time with us as a guest as well. And it was just really neat then towards the end to hear how uh, sharing your own story can be so effective and what kind of people that we need to have around us to reclaim our own power. And I took many notes during that session and I feel like I could speak on it again, just everything that I soaked in from Stacy Powers. Um, do you follow her? She's amazing. Just amazing. She like made super a lot of success. Then she lost it all. Then she gained it back. She went through um, family crisis. She went through foster care. She, I mean, it just is a story that captivated me from the beginning to the end. And you know what? I say story, but you know what that is. You know, it's not fiction. <laughs> This is someone's real life. This is someone's experience and their journey and their their days that they've spent here on earth. And her sharing it with me, um, us, I should say, meant a lot. So uh, we wrapped up the main sessions, had a little break, and then we put our fancy clothes on. Um, and the theme was to be wearing white, pink, or black in like more, not super, super formal, but you know, like a nice evening out. And then we had a catered meal, and um, which was just down the hall in their, um, you know, reservable banquet area. And it was really nice to um, see everybody kind of looking their Sunday best, if you will. 
Um, I actually had a leftover table mate gift because, like I said, I bought 12 of those little pouches. Ten um, was at the table. I included myself because I was like, I want that sticker kit. But whatever. Neither here nor there. Um, and then I gave one to E. Michelle. And then I had one left. So it was like... Why don't I, I just put like a little post-it note under one of the plates. I snuck into where they were serving the food before like I was supposed to and put a piece of paper under one of the plates, which is like an old baby shower or wedding shower like trick or whatever. I remember from games during those events. So I was like, oh, let's do this. And then whoever um, got it, got an extra one. So that was kind of fun to do kind of spur of the moment, just trying to think of what to do with it. I also previously, um, with our time together, was able to give away a microphone. Um, it, I was truly trying to figure out how to contribute um, more to the event. And I was like, what do podcasts give? Like, I, I'm, you know, I don't have a sticker shop. I don't have swag. I don't have, um, t- you know, print T-shirts or like... I'm not, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it came to me to give away a startup microphone kit. So um, I just randomly said whoever came the furthest because I felt like I came pretty far away. Um, So it was kind of between, I think it was Inglewood, California and Oregon. I think we like did the math and the Oregon winner won. And her name was Kate. So congratulations, Kate. She's already gotten it set up and she is a YouTuber and she is known as Working Bomb Plans by Kate. And she said, oh, this makes my voice sound so sexy. And I was like, it was sexy without the microphone, but yes, yes, it does. (laughs) So congrats to her for winning the microphone. And then I had three full kits donated completely by Pam from Lemon and Honey Studio that were for my three runners up for distance traveled. So then the other one went to, um, like, like depending on how far they traveled. And that was fun to be able to share Pam's um, awesome designs with others as well. Okay, so back to the dinner. It was a lovely spread. And there were... Um, Michelle came out in the most beautiful sequin top with like a full ruffle like I'm talking like natural waist all the way down to the floor like pink layered ruffles it was just like stunning and um, I think we even cheered for her it was also Shay's birthday not too far uh, from that time and so there was a cake there um, off to the side to help celebrate and then they brought anything left over so like extra swag drop items that weren't handed out yet um bottles of wine left over from the wine tasting oh we also got these awesome um mugs like insulated like wine stemless wine things that are so popular and they were all uh customized with either the words reset refresh or um recharge and they also came in pink white and black so there was a few of those they actually sold those to help go back into the fund for the next retreat and i believe this few extra t-shirts they were selling as well to help um, go into the fund for the next year as well but they had some extra swag bags and i actually got one and it wasn't because i needed double of everything and it wasn't because i deserved it but it was because i happened to be a secondary ticket holder So what that means is the uh, person I bought my ticket from 
was unable to attend for whatever reason. And so they were allowing transfer tickets. And I was kind of like stalking them um, hard, controlling for like, does anyone have a transfer ticket? Because often what happens in those scenarios is it's just a little less um, money. And so I um, bought one from an um, awesome la- lady named Nia. And so what happened was then at the dinner, at the retreat, they had these extra swag bags. And she says, like, it's between you and whoever you believe in if you can get these to the original ticket holder. So I picked one up. And just yesterday, um, I was – no, two days ago, I guess. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. But recently, I just got it all folded up and sent off to Nia. And so I, she will be able to participate and get some swag as well, which I thought was a very neat way to handle the extra swag in that scenario. Then after a short break, we all got together for our plan jamma kind of. I mean, it's plan jamma. I think it's its own event, but like planner and PJs type of event, similar to the impromptu one the night before in the same area. But this was like the scheduled time to do so, and um, connect with people again. Go through the D stash. We were thinking originally, or they were thinking originally, of doing like a room crawl and kind of having little items to hand out. When people came to your room, whether that be a contact card, stickers, um, D stash, whatever have you, but then it, the, you know, in actuality, really played out perhaps better just to do it there. So they kind of just did a vote, like who wants wants to do it in this lobby area, <laughs> with their pajamas on, and we're like all oh, said yes because really logistically, um, the way it was, it provided more room, more more connectivity and things like that. So I had brought a bunch of planner tails just as a handout. So I just passed the bag around and whoever, it was mostly Halloween themed. Um, so there was like greens, purples, blacks, oranges, um, and things like that in the bag for people to, to pick up because that's what I would have handed out in my room crawl. So I just did it there instead and was able to connect and network with many awesome planners and a number of which you will be hearing on Planner Lifestyle Podcast soon. Um, The first one I have scheduled that I met there was a brown mom experience and she will be coming to Planner Lifestyle Podcast soon and um, many more as well. So thanks so much for listening to the details of this event. I think at an hour, I will not go on into talking about travel planning and my husband and I and our vacation because you're here for the planning a better me retreat details. And that I think you will leave satisfied with. If you have any questions or comments or concerns or would like to continue the conversation, please join me on Facebook at Planner Lifestyle, which is a closed group. Just answer a few very harmless questions that you agree not to be a troll and like to agree to rules and I will let you in. So seriously, if you see a podcast thread and you want to start a conversation, there's about 115 people in the group and feel free. So far, we've been a little quiet, but I just wanted to provide a platform um, for people to talk to me or ask questions or further their own, um, I don't know, inspirations or insights or however concerns uh, about what I say because your voice matters too. So yeah. 
All right. Well, it's been a great time chatting with you. And if I met you up planning a Better Me retreat and we got to hug or high five or we just sat by each other, just smiled as we walked by. I appreciated every one of you. It was an experience to remember. It was an experience of a lifetime. Okay, that's it for now. Bye.